Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm oh. Emily. Oh. Hello. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, if that. <laughs> Where you know what? You need to get. You need to listen to last week's <laughs> to get the reference. Um. Hello. Good day. Good day, mate. I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And you're listening to stupid bloody genius. Stupid genius. <laughs> Sorry, Australian genius, listeners. Genius, that was. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. How are you, Emily? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I don't know why I went to like radio voice. I'm feeling good. And today we're going to be listening to <laughs> Today, I'm, I was just going to do the smooth. It always got to be smooth, hasn't it? Smooth FM. Oh, yeah. Um, we're back in the podcast studio. Life is feeling good. We've got a good guest. What more? Got an amazing we... guest. Yeah, but we won't get, we won't. Won't go into that just yet. No, before we go into their geniuses, should we go into yours? Yeah, it's all about us, baby. <laughs> it's all about us, all about us. That was a cracking um, song. That was a good song. So, stupid. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. God's yeah. sake. Stupid. 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 Um, I, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what? how to explain the stupid. What noise But given, that? like, a whole, the whole context, Molly. Well, give, the... give us a little bit of the context. Okay, just so... Just give us a little sprinkle of it. So... The genius is my supervisor wants me me to meet his kids. His okay, children. okay, but you're really breaking format here. I know, but I can't say that without the stupid. So that's a genius. Woohoo! It was cool. It, they were lovely. They were absolutely like lovely children, and it was really lovely to see like a different side of you know all that sort of stuff. Yeah, see him as a dad. See him as a dad. Um, Papa. What? <laughs> oh God! Cut! 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 Yeah, please. Icky. Um. Yeah. So basically, I met them one day. Then they came back for the uh, the next day, and he um they walked in. They said, "Oh, like he um the boy, the kid, the child <laughs> wanted to say hello. We're just doing testing because they came in to be a participant. We're just doing testing next door." So they came in, they said hello, we sort of had an exchange, which was really, really sweet. And they went off. And my colleague went, that's so sweet. And I was like, yeah, it's so lovely. They're lovely kids. Um, he seems tired, though, you know, because he wasn't as chaotic. He was really chaotic the other day, like grabbing my phone. It was, it was so much fun. All positive. And I'm like, all right, I need, I need to go to the loo. And so we're now shouting across the lab. And he's like, he was like, and I said, oh, I'm... I'm I'm a part of the family now. I shouted across. I'm a part of the family now. He then goes, oh, you'll be next. I was like, I can't wait to be invited for dinner, family dinner. And then he went, oh, next you'll be um, invited for Christmas. And I said, oh, I was like, oh no, oh, but they'll be in Greece. So yeah, I'll be around for Christmas dinner. Can't wait. What the kids will be in Greece? Like the family. Oh, they'll from, all be in Greece. Yeah, so you'll get yeah. invited so to Greece. So I'm just doing this like, yeah, can't wait to be. I'm a part of the fam- basically really digging myself hard. And then. And then I literally turn around and they're, they're, they're both like walking across the lab. So, Oh, hang on. So you weren't saying that to your supervisor and the child. You were saying that's your colleague. To my colleague. Oh, no, stop. And then I just see them like walking out and I'm like. And did oh. they hear you? Well, 100%. They were in the lab the whole time. So they heard me talking about how I'm going to be the next like family oh, member. Oh, God. It makes me feel sick, Molly. And then um, they might have thought you were taking the piss as well, no? Exactly. That's what I was scared. I said, like, it's never like, oh, like, I actually generally like that. <laughs> like, but now they probably think I'm taking the piss and the house sad. This is a child. And yeah, either that or you're actually going to get an invite and then you'll have a terrible situation of having to try and decline. I definitely won't <laughs> get an invite for sure. 
but yeah and then I, and then awkwardly as they're walking away I had to be like oh um oh like are you, are you a bit tired and he was like no like he was being like a 10 year old no and I was like oh what have you got uh today and they just weren't like answering me and uh, I was like oh nah fuck. come on he's 10 he's not he's not yeah, made that leap him and him my supervisor they were just sort of like not really and they did then they left and didn't say goodbye and that <gasps> makes me fun. and have you seen them since no okay they hate you yep thank you thank you <laughs> i was literally like the whole rest of the day i was get, i was like cringing like the fact i was shouting across the lab like oh i can't wait to go to greece with the whole family fuck me it's i'm embarrassed so for you yeah, yeah yeah i'm actually red thinking about that <laughs> go on watch your yeah, stupid my stupid is like it's more of an awkward to be honest like it's more of like an ick about myself yeah well that was same with me like just shut up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just embarrassed myself. Basically. I didn't say anything bad. Sorry, I just go on. <laughs> well, last week I was teaching on Friday with my favorite little group of level sixes. They're all fab, but I'd forgotten my lanyard, um, which I've also forgotten it today. God knows where that is. But anyway, I'd forgotten my lanyard, and I needed to get into the building, and there was no one on reception. This was at the big student life building. There was no one on reception. So there was this like young student and I said to him, he went through the barriers and I said, oh, you wouldn't mind just tapping me in, would you? Because I don't have my pass. Anyway, so he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. But he was like a bit awkward and, you know, uh, yeah. asked, be, asked, being asked to do something by an old lady like myself. Um, anyway, so he like pressed it and it did look like it sort of worked. So I went to go through the barrier and it slammed shut on my legs. <laughs> And then like another lad who I've taught previously came in and like fully laughed at me. And I was like hobbling because fucking hell, those barriers are actually super powerful. Oh my God, it was so painful. And then I had to, and then I went, I told my students because I was still so mortified. And they were like, oh my God, that's always been such a fear that would happen to me. How embarrassing for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was embarrassing. Let's just forget about it now. Yeah. I wish I hadn't told you. If you were with someone else, you could have laughed it off because you're on your own. Because I was on my own. It's like when you fall on your own. It's oh. like, it's always like, oh God. And you look around for that person to like have that moment with. <laughs> yeah. And I did. I looked around. It was just a student that I actually have taught. So I was like, oh, for God's sake. God. What did the student do that let you in? Did he just walk away? Or what did he yeah, do? He- I don't, yeah, he just walked away. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> he was so embarrassed for you. He was like, I don't want to be seen. It was his fault though, man. He's yeah, yeah. So what's your genius? Well, that, that like, uh, before I ruined... Oh, that you the... had the opportunity <laughs> to make a good impression. <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> well, the thought that like, actually, it was really sweet. Um, I obviously, I, I met his children and they were like, oh, you're Emily. Oh, yeah, like, and they knew a lot about me. Which is lovely. Which is lovely to know that, you know, whether it's good or bad. My he obviously talked. talked about yeah. me. Yeah, and... Um, good and he, things, I'm sure. Yes, no, he, he did say he wanted um, his his children to meet me to be like, look, like, you can be neurodivergent. And a still, woman. And a woman. and um, In your field, and I still suppose. And still be... Still be smashing it you know that's awesome so, yeah it was really when i sweet. said the woman thing i meant because your field like mine is very male dominated is what I yeah, meant. yeah yeah you're not like <laughs> a woman that can see do you that. could be a woman and succeed wow what the hell? wow we can't have it all yeah <laughs> a woman doing science wow how'd she use her brain uh yeah no i know exactly I know but mean. no that is a nice little genius yeah it was sweet it was more like you know affirmation which yeah. we never really get i guess as, as phd students. but we need it <laughs> but we need it and it made me feel you know you develop this weird bond with your supervisor that you just oh yeah, yeah. absolutely you care what they think of course you do yeah yeah so it's like it was nice to know that 
Okay. Yeah. It's reciprocated. I'm not just yes. this weirdo. Oh, actually, no, because then the shoe became and I was like, fuck, <laughs> I am just this weirdo. But hey. I'm sure it's not as bad as you what's think. What's your genius? Um, so last week I attended, um, we do it every, like, I think, I can't remember if it's every, it must be at the end of every semester, actually. Um, teaching staff, you go to a board of studies meeting, which is where all the teaching staff um, who have delivered teaching that semester um, attend, but also all the student reps attend as well, basically. And you go through any of their issues, you literally talk it through sort of module by module, et cetera, et cetera. And then and it, actually it was pretty intense because that was like a two hour meeting. And then immediately following it with the same group of staff in the same room, I had another two hour meeting. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Which was like the, um, what do they call it? They basically, it's like the program performance um, evaluation. Um, so again, if you're a module leader, uh, which I, I am, well, because you have to be a module leader. So if you're a module leader, you then talk through your modules performance from the previous semester, like average grades, um, pass rates, student satisfaction, module evaluation and all that. And it just went really well. I was a bit nervous. Obviously I've never, I've attended board of study, but I've not attended the other one. And it went, as I say, it went really well. It was already positive. And in the board of studies, actually the one of the reps I actually teach. And when they reported on my teaching and my module, they said, everyone loves it. And there was nothing bad to say. So I was like, yes, so good. I know. So that you was really nice. Well, I don't know, but I, I, I just try. <laughs> as in like, I don't know how good I actually am, but I definitely try. So yeah. the fact that that is recognized is really lovely because I, I think a lot about how I'm delivering and how it's being received by the students. I don't just want to teach them what I want to teach. I try and do what I think they will like. So yeah. it's just nice, isn't it, when you hear that it's actually, it's landing well. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, again we don't often get affirmations. So v- like, yeah, very rarely. So, so you've got to take it when you do. Exactly. So well done. That's, Thank that's you. Nice. Should we get on to our ramble? I think we should... Today, we're going to be discussing the University College Union Industrial Action. So you'll hear us talk about this um, through the episode as UCU. Um, And to discuss this really important topic, uh, we have the amazing Dr. B. Hughes joining us today. Dr. B. Hughes. That's such an alliteration. Dr. B. Hughes. Hughes holds. I can't say I was going to say, Dr. B. Hughes really has no alliteration. (laughs) No, the next one. But the Hughes holds. Hugh, yeah. Hugh, I can't say it. I it's can't tricky. do it. Dr. B holds the position. Sorry, B. <laughs> holds the position of lecturer in media, culture and communication at Liverpool John Moore University. They have been engaged in lecturing since 2012, initially working under various casualized contracts before achieving permanency in September 2020, which we'll sort of talk a little bit about. Being a non-binary person, Dr. Hughes is committed to setting an example by fostering inclusivity and openness in all spaces they occupy, whether as a lecturer within the UCU or during their personal time. They actively advocate for positive interventions on a daily basis, including large-scale campaigning efforts. Simple practices like including pronouns and email signatures and Zoom names are considered essential in normalising and enhancing trans visibility and inclusion. Currently serving as the chair of LJMU, UCU, co-secretary of UCU Left and LGBTQ plus officer for the Northwest region. They are working towards revitalising LGBTQ plus equalities work at Liverpool John Moore University for the U, uh, University College Union. Woo. <laughs> Additionally, B was involved in the LJMU LGBTQ 
plus staff and network for 2020 until earlier 2024. Serving as community liaison. I love that word. Liaison. Liaison. Um, officer and chair. They took part in organizing LGBTQ plus history month events and developing new trans and non-binary policies at LJMU. So welcome to the podcast, B. Uh, so to kick us off today, um, we wondered if you could tell us a little bit about your academic journey, starting, um, as we believe, as a lecturer in 2012 and achieving permanency in September 2020. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, after yeah, a good that's start. right. Um, yeah, so um, I actually did my undergrad here at LJMU um, in graphic arts. The course is now graphic design and illustration. Um, went straight into MRes in art and design. Um, and then sort of out of that, got a sessional job. So that's like a hourly paid lecture, basically, um, on my old degree. Um, so they employed me to basically teach um, a bunch of the theory stuff to um, art students who don't want to think about theory. Or <laughs> so that was a, a slightly grueling um, yeah. intro to lecturing. <laughs> I used to hate you, and <laughs> honestly, because I did fine art at college. Did you? College, okay. college, okay. way, way, way back. And whenever they'd be like, you need to write about it, I'd be like, what the, no, it's art. I should just draw. Oh, so, I'm so sad, because I sorry. love all the theory. Yeah. Me too. I no, really now do. I do. It's, it's, I've learned to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I would I always be like, look, one day in 10 years when you're working, you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so useful, and it will all click into place, but... Um, It'll be patchy to them. People don't, yeah. Yeah. People don't believe you when you tell them that now. Um, <laughs> like when they're studying. So yeah, I did the MRES. So I started like, like just a few hours a week um, in graphics. Um, and then my hours sort of increased a little bit. Um, from there, in 2014, I started a part-time PhD um, at John Moores as well. Um, and I got fees funding for that. So fees only funding which meant I had to work as much as I could. Right. Um, that must so, have been tr like challenging, I guess, trying to balance the two. Yeah. I mean, the thing is I had, um, well, yeah, I was lucky in some ways and that my partner's been extremely patient with me um, and he has worked mostly throughout um, our kind of, while I've been doing my PhD, it took six years, which is... Oh. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what, though? I think that's pretty good part-time. I know people who've taken that full-time. Oh, so. no, actually, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Yeah. No, yeah, so I managed it. I mean, there's also... Like, just the thought of doing a PhD for six years. Sorry. Sorry to the yeah. thought of doing that. Oh, no, yeah. I wanted to kick it into the Mersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, quote yeah. my friend Diva. The epitome of a marathon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't wait to give this thing a Viking funeral. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, I started that. Um, and after about... Two years of doing that, realised I didn't want to do that project, which can be very problematic when you're doing PhD. But fortunately, I was part time, and because I wasn't fully funded, I didn't have the pressures of, you know, you have to finish this project now. Yeah, <laughs> deliver this now. Um, my, and I had really um, brilliant supervisors who kind of just like it's fine, take some time, figure out what you're doing. So all this was happening. Um, I kind of was reaching the sort of four year point of working in graphics sort of consecutively um, in the art school, which uh, I don't know if you're familiar with employment law, you lucky people, <laughs> uh, but if you've got four years consecutive um, service, thank you for your service, <laughs> it's like, uh, then basically you should be in law made permanent. It's like, right. it's technically, it's the law that you automatically... 
Okay. However, right. I mean, law doesn't <clears throat> always trans. Okay, you're yeah, getting onto it. Eight years until you were made permanent. I mean, there, I know people that have been on um, temporary contracts and like hourly paid contracts for like 20 years. And that's I guess that crazy. in itself lends really well to our conversation today, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe that's why you got into this. There's some links here. Yeah, yeah wait, wait, wait. Um, spoil it. Spoil how it. did the neoliberal university radicalise you? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. I've digressed <laughs> terribly. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I didn't get any more hours. Suddenly they were like, oh, sorry, we haven't got any more work for you. I was like, shit. <laughs> um, Right, okay. What do I do now? Why? Um, yeah. <laughs> but why? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I complained to... So my PhD was cross-supervised across two schools, so the art school and the School of Humanities and Social Science. I said to my supervisor base there, like, I haven't got any work. Can can you give me some work, please? Unfortunately, she could get me some work in the media, culture and communication department um, under our previous programme leader, Nikki Ann Moody, who sadly passed away a few years ago. Or but she kind of, yeah, um, she was a really interesting woman. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she brought me in, she took me sort of was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, come and do this. Um, and our new programme leader, Steve Spittle, Dr. Steve Spittle, who is a brilliant boss. Shout out to Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. I can't say yeah. I'm going to accidentally call him yeah. Steve later and he's like, what? Why? Uh, um, anyway, so he sort of then also took me under his wing and um, was really championed me getting permanency. Um, it's like the model of or the boss you need if you want to get a permanent job. Um, so, yeah, he kind of two-pronged I put in my kind of request um for permanency just like notifying the university that they should make me permanent <laughs> you know you should be <laughs> yeah it's kind of make me permanent please yeah thank you um and Steve basically every time he had a meeting with higher up management he's like "Be needs to be permanent please Do what you- a legend for advocating for you like that yeah very good and like and then obviously I got hired on a grade well not obviously I got hired on a grade seven contract which is lecturer scale yeah. Because uh, that's the contract that I'd been on as a, because hourly paid lecturers are generally a grade seven, although now they've introduced worse contracts at grade mm, six. Yeah. Uh, Graduate <laughs> trainees, they call them, yeah. I think, is it? Oh, yeah. But also, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So I was like, oh, then I was like, can I be made full time, please? Because when you're made permanent, you're fractionalized. So you're given an equivalent of kind of the amount of hours you would have been doing. So I was on a point four, which is two days a week, right. which meant, oh, this is during the pandemic. So I was also working on two other courses while working two days a week. Oh my during, God. During was, the pandemic, yeah, everyone's just, just going, like uh, doing their hobbies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 My, my partner was like uh, working from home the whole time, but because he's a technician, he wasn't always like super yeah. busy. But um, props to John Moores in this instance for not putting people on furlough and things like that. They paid everyone full full wages, yeah. even if, you know, they couldn't fully do their job as normal. Um, but yeah, so I was trapped in our box room. At one point, I was writing three new lectures a week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just <No. laughs> crying into my computer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, what have you been up to? And he's like, I oh, just uh, did a tutorial and played some, played some games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting, sorry, I just ignited this fire. Yeah, I was getting so annoyed. I had to work as well yeah. since I was finishing my um, master's. And yeah. I'm watching everyone else just do like, sunbathe in the garden or pick up bacon or like <laughs> yeah, banana yeah. bread. My full-time job saved me during COVID, oh, to really? be fair. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah. say. Mm. Yeah. busy. Yeah, so I was busy. And then, yeah, he 
advocated for my per uh, being made full time. So the next year I got made full time, and then it was like, okay, we've got to get you regraded. So now I have been a grade eight for so that's like senior lecturer for a yearish. No, it'll be a year in November. Hey, that's it. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's me, and now I work in the media culture communication department. As yeah. a little awesome. sneaky graphics and illustration interloper. That's, <laughs> that sounds like lots of fun. Like, yeah, you know, it took, it took a while to get there, but you got there. Yeah, it's a very convoluted journey. And uh, we didn't even talk about the twists my PhD took, but I think that would take a whole other podcast. God, we need, yeah, you're so interesting. We need several different podcasts. We Save that on. one for another visit. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be talking about all about the um, sort of strikes and stuff like that. But first I wanted to ask um, if you can explain what the University College Union is, UCU, um, and what it, its mission. Okay. so Loaded question. Oh, I know. Depends who you ask. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the University and College Union is the... Sorry. I'm moving. Go on, get comfy. I've just realised that I'm like spinning. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so the University and College Union is um, the trade union for um, staff in post-16 education, um, basically. So we represent as a union people working in further education, colleges, um, in adult community education, um, prison and offender education and higher education. Uh, and in higher education, um, depending on whether you're in the pre or post 92 sector so pre 92s have a lot of academic related and professional services members that they represent as well um as well as like academic so whether that's like right from postgraduate researchers who can be free members uh to um you know researchers etc um in post 92 universities it's slightly different because we don't have um collective rights to bargain for um academic related and professional services um staff so you know um you know people that do like academic related admin or support work or um librarians and other sort of related technical staff um although we do have a, a handful of members um here in in those roles but yeah mainly it's um in post 92s mainly it's like academic staff okay um yeah so that's i know it's quite a lot um <laughs> And uh, the mission is to make post-16 education uh, a good place to work, I suppose, to fight for our our rights. And, um, yes, do. Yeah, it's quite difficult. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and I think it's it's exhausting. You have to be quite, um, with any sort of fight, you know, you've got to be quite tough. Yeah. Um, I think there's so many fights. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. 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 What would you say, um, like reflecting on the past few years? Because how long have you been involved with the UCU? Um, so I've been a member since 2012. I got involved in the local union here at John Moore's um, about um, maybe five years ago. Wow. Okay. So we're definitely talking to the right person. You've got yeah. lots of experience <laughs> with this. Um, yeah. Reflecting on the, the years that you've been mm. involved with the UCU then, what would you say some of the key issues are? Like we all hear things, don't we? Um, in academia about like pay disputes and mm-hmm. working conditions and things like that how would you I mean that's a massive question I know <laughs> yeah. but what would you describe as being some of those really key issues that mm-hmm. maybe sparked your fire or <clears throat> you think we really need to address in academia mm-hmm. yeah so um I, I mean I guess I'll focus on um universities um rather than the other sectors because that's where we are yeah. um so yeah I mean a lot a lot of people might have heard of the four fights 
I so, haven't. Okay. So please tell me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and also, I'm not. This is why I we wanted to get you on because when the strikes were happening, all these things, no clue. I was like, why lecturers get paid a shit ton? What's the point? Obviously, then I went, well, let me do some looking into it, and then I educated myself. But yeah, I I and I reckon a lot of people are clueless because people are like, why are they? Oh, yeah. What what's the point? So okay, so I'm interested to tell us all. Start, start, a lot of our listeners are PhD students, okay. you know, so people that are going to be going into this profession mm-hmm. potentially. So yeah, yeah, so scare them. Let's go. <laughs> okay try not to frighten you too Impassion much then. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so the thing that brought me i mean other than you know being a member going to the occasional meeting that kind of thing the thing that brought me into the union locally uh was casualization so as you will have already heard i was on casualized contracts for eight years mm-hmm. um and during that time you know as a pgr at the time working on the side there's often like a bit of a blurring and people are like, no, 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 you're, um, you need, you should do this cause you're a PGR. I'm like, no, that's work. Yes. <laughs> like, so you should pay me to do it if you want me to do it. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a lot of this happening to me, but some of my friends who are also doing PhDs at the same time. So we went and had a chat with, um, the union. So we met up with Sarah Weiner, who is our current branch secretary. She works in the School of Education. Shout out to Sarah. Um, Hi, Sarah. Or shall I say Splera? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as we're calling everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, and she was really helpful, really kind of reassured us, um, and did the sort of classic organizer thing of going, and can you get involved? Ah, um, uh, yeah. And fool that I am, unable to say no to anyone or mm, anything. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, I was like, Yes, of course. Of course. Um, I'm here because I'm overworked, but sure, I'll yeah. take on some more work. Yeah, so this is when I was, yeah, sessional. And then, um, so um, unions, oh, no, I'm going into a really long story now. I won't do that, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Let's just Go cut that <laughs> um, and get back on point. So um, anyway, so that was the thing that brought me in casualization. And UCU do lots of work nationally and across the four nations of the UK. Uh around casualization. So there's an anti-casualization committee for casualized members at a kind of UK level, uh, but also, you know, resources and support and policy that we pass to try and shape higher education and get rid of casualization. So casualization is one of the four fights of the recent trade disputes that we've had in post-16 education. Okay. So the four fights is a campaign over, sorry, over... um, Pay. Yeah. So, uh, like the headline figures for pay are, um, you know, the current cost of living crisis or cost of greed crisis, to yes. not disguise its roots in politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. uh, we've kind of, if you just look at it, like the last, I don't know, six months, year, it's like a 13% real terms pay cut. But over the last decade, it's a 25% real terms pay cut for um, staff working in universities. Jeez. Yeah. So, before you even start, postal is trust chaos uh it's a you know year on year in real terms our pay is degraded 25 percent in universities oh my god so if you care about nothing else apart from i should be getting like i should literally be getting paid ten thousand pounds more a year well they did that was the phds as well like looking at the how it should have increased with the cost of Um, yeah the stipend lack of increases yeah crazy disgusting Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah mad yeah so that's kind of like the big like Take home pay is a thing that everyone would, if 
is affected by. So the other fights, so casualization, pay, um, pay gaps. So there are huge yeah. pay gaps at universities. Um, like on average, I think it's like 16% gender pay gap. Yeah. I think LJMU's is like 25%. Actually, LJMU was the very bad. The fifth <laughs> yeah. worst. We're the fifth worst in the UK, by mm. the way. Yeah. For we went up last year. Did we? We didn't go down. Yeah, yeah, we well, did. Well, that's something. And you know what? Our, our neighbour... Neighboring... Oh, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It got worse. It got worse. Bigger number. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I was listening. I thought I you were just being way. super sarcastic. No, then. no. <laughs> yeah, same. Just super slow. <laughs> <laughs> and our neighbouring University Manchester... They're, they're well, doing great either. Though. No, they're doing pretty good though, compared to us. Compared, yeah. Mm. I remember looking at all the on International Women's Day, like the chat bots. That, I can't you know, wait. I can't wait for them to do their rounds again. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we digress. So uh, casualization, pay, pay gaps. Yeah, so there's also an ethnicity pay gap and a yeah. disability pay gap. Yeah. Um, and we don't have data on LGBT plus pay to know whether there's pay gap or not. But we can assume. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It Allegedly. Might... Is that something that's being hopefully conducted then? Research yeah, into so that? it should be because okay. um, our Congress last year, which is the sovereign policy setting body of the union. Well, that sounds fancy. Yeah. Oh, I know. It, it's a three day long conference, basically. Sure, it's riveting. <laughs> it's very tiring. <laughs> um, but um, I wrote and got a motion to our LGBT plus members standing committee to take to Congress, which makes putting LGBT plus pay gaps into the national bargaining. Yeah. Hey. It hasn't happened yet. But well done though. That's Thank awesome. You. <clears throat> getting pushed. It's getting pushed. And, and also it's an issue the TUC, the Trades Union Congress has taken up yeah. a kind of coordinating level as well, which is good. Um, and then the other fight, because there's four, the last fight that we can't forget is workload. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. definitely one I feel like I can relate to right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. And workload is tied to everything because, you know, obviously not just our pay being degraded further because we're not getting paid for all the extra hours we work but it impacts like casualization if all the people on casualized contracts were hired properly it would go a long way to addressing workload issues yeah but it's also you know stuff like um lots of universities have been making cuts in professional services and pushing those admin tasks onto academic staff and i'm not saying that i'm above doing admin um no but it's just on top of everything else on top of everything yeah. else yeah. and also it's often asking you to engage with systems that you use like once a year and have never been trained on i've never been trained <laughs> on and actually there used to be someone who was a professional yeah. who knew yeah. exactly how to do those things so it would take them 30 seconds or it not to digress but i remember molly taking like two days so do you remember like trying to get this form and you're going back and forth to people and you're like this is not and nobody actually knew (laughs) nobody knew and it was like this it was what I can't even remember what it was but you were just no it's always something I've had a similar form thing recently yeah just tell me the thing please and it's like yeah, ping ponged around yeah but yeah yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating so that's in essence the main things that we've been Um, in pre-92 universities, there's also been a dispute over pensions. So the USS pension scheme in 2020, which we've actually won that one. Woo! So we have won things. Um, unfortunately, does it impact us in post-92s so much? But <laughs> in pre-92s, people have got their pensions back. So there was a really conservative valuation of the pension in okay. 2020 that basically was like led to people losing literally hundreds of thousands of pounds out oh, of their geez. pension pot. Because they basically... I mean, they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not mean yeah. words. Um, but that's now been, re- those cuts have now been reversed. Okay. It just shows like these sorts of actions <clears throat> do actually work. And like when yeah. people put their voices together and have that. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, Shared like, goal. absolutely, like the USS pensions that dispute and issues with it actually predates 2020, but 2020 really made it worse. I bet. Um, so people, I mean, just not to be kind of um, pessimistic, but, you know, actually this is very optimistic because it shows the power of collective action. Uh, but, you know, we've been in dispute as a union over USS since like 2018, earlier. Um, and it's taken that long. To, I know the pandemic made things take longer. But, yeah, yeah, but um, even you know, so, yeah. And we have extremely intransigent bosses, not just in terms of like individual vice chancellors and managements, but also UCS. So that's the University College Employers Association who kind of oversee, sit above and do the, do their like the bargaining side right. for like around paying conditions are extremely like intransigent. They don't want to give an inch. Mm, really? Right, okay. So that's why it's such a that's one of the reasons it's such a protracted kind of dispute right uh we could also talk about strategy and industrial strategy and all sorts of ins and outs that have happened in the union as well but again we'd probably need about four podcasts <laughs> just to get through that we'll so. do a series on it <laughs> yeah. but it's certainly a, yeah it's certainly a, <laughs> no one asked for yeah <laughs> but we are here, to but, here we are doing it. <laughs> yeah. but no it's definitely a mission we can all get on for sure yeah yeah um, can I just ask um, if anyone wants to get involved? So postgraduate researchers, if they can, if they can support or participate in any way. Yeah. What are the different ways that? So um, postgrads can be free members or sign up to be members of UCU for free. Just go to ucu.org, maybe a .uk in there. Can't remember, but slash join. <laughs> Just Google it uh, and sign up, join the union. And then basically you'll get paired to your local branch. So um, wherever you're studying, there's almost certainly a UCU branch. They've probably got an anti-casualisation officer. If they haven't, why not be one? Or they might already have a PGR rep if they haven't. Yeah. Just just get involved, join your branch committee. Um, if you're listening from John Moores and you wanna wanna join UCU. <laughs> hi. Um, hi. <laughs> um, I'm your friendly neighborhood branch chair. And uh, I would love to hear from you. Yes. Well, maybe I'll speak like, to you about that afterwards. Yeah, I'm actually not involved in the union at all. Same. So. And oh, actually, well, like, neither of you are escaping this room okay. <laughs> signing oh, up shit. <laughs> for some jobs. <laughs> is it can you also take on as much as you want or as little as you want? Is yeah. it quite flexible in that yeah, way? Yeah, we, so. we just um, you know, there's always stuff to do, whether you usually whether you can say like oh I've got you know I could give you an hour a week or I've just got half an hour every couple of weeks where actually I could do a con concentrated job through to I mean there's I get what's called facility time as a one of the um kind of main branch officers so usually universities don't grant unions enough of it but facility time is basically time given paid to so paid time given to union branches to do union duties. Okay. Um, so we get 0.6 of a full-time equivalent. So that's three days oh, okay. um, as a whole branch. Um, and I get a day of that. Okay. But um, as branch chair... You do more. It takes more than yeah, a Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, a secretary who's basically like deals with all the main correspondence you know mm. so as soon if you've had like a meeting or two you're then done. that's that's your yeah, yeah. It's your day you've, done. you've might have half an hour left. yeah yeah so this week i've got two union meetings so that's like two hours i've got right. four other hours what am i going to do with them yeah mm, yeah um, that's so true 
And can I ask a self selfish question before we, before we say wrap this up? With just like a concern, it would it affect your employability in terms of you? Yeah. No. There is a stigma. <laughs> you nodded. I was like, oh, sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. This would be positive. I do feel like there is a stigma. There in is some a stigma. Cases. Like, yeah. oh, what? You're not joining the union, are you? Or yeah. Like... Or you're striking. It's not yeah. bad. It's like bad in terms of you know going going against, especially as a early career yeah. like researcher or like I'm just finishing up my PhD. Yeah, yeah. I obviously it's everything I want to get involved in. But yeah. there's this, yeah, this is looming. Yeah, scary. I mean, there's lots of stigma. I mean, there's lots of ways to be involved in the union, and it's not like not every person that's a union activist or does kind of little jobs, yeah, or whatever. You know, the the management knows who I am because I have to go and negotiate with them, right? Yeah. I yeah. can't really be like, oh, sorry, are you a union member? <laughs> and then be you like, that. sorry, that's confidential. It's actually confidential. Um, they're not allowed to ask you. Oh really? Indeed, yes. That's okay. cool. Um, I was ex- I was picturing like you know those um, interviews they do when you have like the black screen and like a really deep voice and it's, I go into it's the outline of you and you're yeah. just in teams like hello. <laughs> it gets very awkward when it's in person. Yeah, yeah, you have to do like oh. I like sidle in just as a bush. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, obviously there are points when you become more visible. For example, if you're striking and you're on a picket line. Yeah. But I mean, for me, I feel like you know having a strong union branch and being active and showing management that you will stand up yeah and you will fight yeah is you know really important but it's also really pro- like protective yeah you know um yeah. you know what i yeah I would... they don't want to it's victimization exactly exactly so, and you know what i think like there's other stuff that i've got involved with that has been pushing the pushing the barrier back and back and back and sort of poking them and pushing Mm. them in terms of like do better do better this is not okay do better Mm -hmm. and it is uncomfortable but it's needed so I think and then they don't it's never once affected my actually it's helped Mm. putting it on a CV is like oh okay this person cares for the community so yeah that's I think that's what I'm getting from Okay. Oh, oh, oh you just got to be brave. Yeah, yeah, you just got to be brave. Right now. <laughs> I'm like fumbling over my words. Oh, it's Ooh. been so amazing talking to you today, though. Thank you so much. We literally could have talked about this for yeah. hours and hours. But hopefully our listeners have had a little little insight into what's going on with the ECU and how to get involved. Yeah. But yeah, Thank thanks you. for coming on. We'll see you in a couple okay. of weeks, I guess. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow, wowie. I'm excited to get involved. How about you, Molly? Definitely, yes. Um, And if you're not already, you lovely listeners, um, we're going to share some um, people's experiences and some quotes from the Instagram page from UCU, um, which kind of just drums um, or hits, drums in, drums home. What's the <laughs> word I'm trying to look for? I don't phrase. know. It's just kind of you're on your own with this one. Yeah, it just kind of like oh reminds um, <laughs> me that like oh okay, this this these are real people, yeah, real issues. It I'm, brings it home. It brings that is that the word? Drums brings it home. home. Why am I thinking a drum? I don't know. We can drum it. it anyway. And if you want to look at more of these guys, then it's hashtag UCU Rising on Instagram. You'll be able to find more of them as well. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so the first one I'm going to read is my own university fired and rehired me in order to move me from a full-time contract to a part-time, part-time contract 
with the reminder, oh my God, I fucking hate being dyslexic sometimes. <laughs> I've got this, I've got this. Come on. I want to do this person justice. <laughs> Sorry. Dyslexic or not, I love to hear you reading, so come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, full-time contract with the... Rem- Is it reminder? Remainder. Remainder of my time, that's it. With the remainder of my time on a zero-hour basis, I now get paid substantially less with less job security whilst working longer hours. Jeez. Uh, Yeah. And here's another one. So this is from a UCU member and a lecturer for one year. They say, I need to start looking for a career elsewhere. I'm seeing my lifelong dream and passion disappear day by day and it's very distressing. Yeah, I can can kind of relate to that. (laughs) I'm not even working there. Another one is from a UCU member and a lecturer for three years. They fire and rehire me every term, and I never know if I'll um, I'll have work beyond the next one. That's shocking, isn't it? it? Makes me feel so lucky to be in a permanent role and yeah. feel safe because I do feel safe, you know. But there's so many people that don't. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this one is from a UCU member and researcher for five years. They say I want to settle down and have children. I no longer see how that could be possible. Yeah, I can see that. I can really see that, especially like, yeah, we won't get into it. Next one is from a UCU member and postgraduate researcher. So I guess maybe majority of our listeners can relate to this one. Mm -hmm. To have experienced such levels of casualization, poor pay and workload stress by my mid-20s is very disillusioning. What's that word? Disillusioning. Perfect. What does that mean? Well, when you become disillusioned. Okay. Confusing. That's probably not helpful, is it? No. Just told you the definition yeah. with the definition. Yeah. What is it? Just like... <laughs> when you start to become like... Um, it's really hard to explain without using the word disillusion. Yeah. Disillusion be- is like... You stop believing in okay. something and... Okay. All right. I can already feel myself burning out from the constant worry about finances and job security. Mm, yeah. I'm I... sure we've all felt that. Yeah. And I know that like, a lot And we're funded. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. That's so true. But like postdocs and it's it's always time run out. Like I've yeah. got this job, it's only for a year. So what, in six months, I'm going to have to look for a new then one. Then what? Yeah. yeah. And actually the tagline that they use across all of these images on their Instagram is, we can't let them treat us like this. And I do think that's very powerful. I mean, I think it's worth mentioning because we just didn't manage to get onto this with our conversation with B that the strikes actually took place at the end of 2023. So actually UCU agreed to engage in strike action, which I'm sure you're aware of at your university. This is obviously we're talking about in the UK. So if you're not in the UK, this might not, um, you might not be familiar with this, but yes, the strikes are officially over, but the work continues, the fight continues, and just the cause is still there. So as Em said before, as B has told us, you know, you can very much still get involved. Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely think about it. It'll will definitely broaden your horizons. And, you know, we're paving a better future, hopefully, for ourselves, but also academics that come after us. So, yeah. That's so true. Yeah, we what's hope- that, the, like, you that proverb of you plant the seed? Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah, love for it. others to enjoy the garden. That's not it, but that's yeah, essentially it's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Um, but we've got another quote for you. <laughs> we do. Of course we do. Um, and it's um, by Diana Hardy. Yes, who is an author, I believe. I believe you know. <laughs> I, I, I do know. I say that because I've not actually read any of her right, books. Right, okay. But she is an author. <laughs> okay. Um, it only takes one voice at the right pitch to start an avalanche. That's Love so that. We've got another one. Do you want to hear it? Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> we actually do have another one, yeah, because we couldn't choose. So this is from the legend that is Barack Obama. 
uh, your voice can change the world. Simple, but true. True. Both about voices, both about, you know. Can send you to sleep. Until next time, guys. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. 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 Bye.